0: Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk with you on a Monday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip through the uh, drive through here at Strange Brew Coffee House in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It would be a little weird, a little odd if uh, Brupolo was in Kill Michael.
1: No? Nothing? It would, it would be kind of weird. Okay. You haven't been to Kill Michael lately? Uh, I, go through, I go through Kill Michael all the time when I'm coming back from Jackson. No, no
0: stories to relate to us, though, about.
1: I, you about know, I've never really stopped or anything. I've never really stopped in, in the town of Kill Michael. I just always pass it on 82. Pass it on 82. Okay. We'll
0: live yep. with that. Well, wherever you are from Highway 82 to I 20 to I 55, wherever you are. In the state of Mississippi or wherever you are in this great country, you can get Strange Brew Coffee delivered right to your door. Just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and place an order there. Whatever kind of coffee machine is in your house, you've got it taken care of with Strange Brew Coffee. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. It's a new year now. Well, the, the, the Mississippi State Athletic Year is over, which means a new one will begin very soon. Let's have some new gear for that. Let's leave all the past in the past. Let's get some new looks some new new gear working for this upcoming season. And the place to get it is College Corner because they have the biggest and best selection of it. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're originally by Fleet Feet. They're employed by the half shell, or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Great weather here in Starville this week. I hope some of you guys were able to make it out to Humble Taco if you were in town for the uh, softball super regional. Such a great experience there every time. Sit out on the patio, have a margarita, have one of the, the the beers off of their pretty expansive beer list and grab some Mexican food that you cannot get anywhere else. It's a different kind of Mexican food. It's Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. It's unique, it's delicious. And I love I'm I'm so happy that I'm one of their sponsors because I love talking about that place. Humble Taco over there on University Drive. Make sure you check it out next time you are in town. Looking for an easy decision for lunch today? Go with Firehouse Subs. Download the free Firehouse Subs app. They were giving away, they had some sort of special on for the Cajun Chicken Sub this past weekend where you got like double points or something. I'm, I'm telling you, follow those guys on Twitter. They are always giving stuff away. And they're giving stuff away when you use their app. You know, you place your order, it's ready within minutes, and the reward points fly in. So you're eating for free. Gas is $4 a gallon. If you can get a free sandwich, do it. That's my advice to you. Firehouse Subs has locations in Starkville and Oxford, Columbus and Tupelo, Flowood and Madison, that's Firehouse Subs. Robbie Falk, how was everything out at News Park this weekend for you?
1: Really cool. I I thought it was a really cool experience. Uh, Great crowds, incredible weather. Both days the weather was just exceptional. Um, I thought Mississippi State did a good job of hosting things and was just a really good regional atmosphere uh, super regional atmosphere, that is, it just didn't turn out the way that Mississippi State wanted it to turn out.
0: Let me ask you this. From watching the game and from, from reading your coverage of it, this is, this is what I take away. This was a matchup, and, and the reason it went the way that it did was this was the matchup between the team that had been there and done that, and, and even though they were a three seed this year, just a ton of postseason experience on that team versus the team that had never been this far before. And it sort of finally caught up to them here in Starkville. Is that a fair assessment?
1: Yeah, I think that's, I think that was absolutely a, a, a huge part of things. And they just went to the, to the college world series like last year. Yeah. So, I mean, this isn't, this isn't some, uh, you know, green bunch here. I mean, Arizona knows how to do it. They went to the college world series, Brian, 16 consecutive years. That's insane. I mean, it's it's crazy for Mississippi State to go three straight years in baseball. Yeah. Imagine going 16 straight. Yeah. When you don't go, it's a disaster mm-hmm. when you do that. So they've been to the College World Series 25 times. Mississippi State and baseball just eclipsed double digits uh, in 2019. Is that right? Did they get 10 in 2019? I believe that's yeah. correct, yes. Okay. Um, and the state has a stored program in baseball. It just shows you – how far Mississippi State is away from the pack in college softball. When you look at those teams, Oklahoma, UCLA, uh, those Pac-12 teams, um, Arizona, Alabama, Florida, you know, Mississippi State has competed with those teams in the past, but look at those resumes, man. I mean, this was history for Mississippi State to go to a super regional, and that shows you the hurdles that are are there for this program to climb, and I think – just getting here was such a huge thing for Mississippi State. I mean, we talked about it a, a, a few weeks ago when we just spoke about how Mississippi State hasn't hosted regionals and they were kind of stuck in neutral in that regard. And we wanted to see them kind of get over that hump. This was a, a monumental moment for them to have something like this happen. It's just like the volleyball program with Julie Darty Dennis. These are programs that have been stuck behind so many great teams in, in their respective sports. They're so far away from the top of the pack, but they're starting to chip away. And you're starting to see – I think the big thing is Mississippi State has invested in these sports. They've decided we're going to be good in these sports. We want to be good in these sports. We want to be good at everything. So that's what you're seeing now. We talked about the other day, Greg Byrne, when he arrived at Alabama, let's, let's play better at things other than, um, you know, gymnastics and football. Yeah. So they went out and they got a great basketball coach. They went out and they're, they're starting to invest in baseball. That's what John Cohen, I think, is really doing here. And if you're a fan of Mississippi State, that should be what you want. You should want to be good at everything that you possibly can. You know, if, if my team is, is racing dogs, I want to win that race. You know, I mean, I, like, let's do whatever it takes to win whatever we can. And I think that's what John Cohen's doing here. They're investing in, in volleyball. They're, they're getting new facilities there. They got a new floor softball. They're about to get a new complex. This is just the start. I believe in Mississippi state pushing forward as a softball program and becoming one that I think can contend in a great conference like this. Now, the next step is get middle of the pack in the sec, get a winning record in the sec host a regional. Cause I think if they get a winning record in sec play, that could be absolutely on the table. So that's the next step for this program. But I think this was huge for them just to get over that hump and finally get into this round. And we kind of talked about this on, on Friday's show about do you think this is
0: the start of, you know, a, a, an, uh, a, a big improvement coming in this program? Or do we think this was just sort of, you know, they caught lightning in the bottle? After what you've seen this weekend, do you have a different answer? You, you were sort of non committed. On, on Friday, do you feel better one way or the other after watching the games this weekend?
1: I, I'm still the same way. I mean, this, this, is, this is one of those things where you, you have to look at Sam, Samantha Ricketts and say, okay, show me, you know, show me that you're going to build on this. And I firmly believe that they are moving in the right direction. But this, you have to, you, you've been given this opportunity now, you're getting the new complex. You've got to be on this national stage, being one of the last 16 teams in the Way uh, tournament. Now you got to build on this. And I think that they are doing that. I, I like the approach they're taking now in recruiting. And they talked about this a little preseason, and she spoke on it again uh, when we had our press conference on, on Saturday. They're moving towards a more athletic, more versatile player that they're recruiting, players that can really run, players that can really defend. And that's going to be similar to a lot of the players that they've been playing. They've had a lot of uh, big home run hitters. And, you know, Mia Davidson was that athletic, versatile player. She played shortstop in her career. She played first base, third base. So I'm not putting her in the home run hitting category. But a lot of those players follow a athletic player. But that's not the type of player that I think Mississippi State is going to go after. They're not going to go after a player that I think is going to focus on the long ball. I think they're going to go after a well-rounded player that can run the bases, that can play small ball, that can defend. I like the recruiting approach. I like the roster moving forward for them. Now, you're having to replace a great pitcher in Annie Willis. You're having to replace the greatest player in MSU history in Mia Davidson, who might be, pound for pound, the best athlete considering her sport Mississippi State's ever had from a production standpoint.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, when you just consider all of the the things there and, and – just considering the sport. But um, that's, those are huge, two huge pieces there that you're going to have to replace, but a lot of talent's returning too. So we'll see. I, I think this is something they, they need to build on this here. They need to uh, – got the facility, the new facility coming in. You have a, a pretty nice stadium. State should jump on this. This is a perfect time for them to be in the Super Regional Round for this to have happened. This is this, – it couldn't have lined up better. Speaking of Mia Davidson
0: obviously you know the numbers we all sort of know them when you think about the the greatest and we'll, we'll just say female athlete you know we we can have the greatest athlete discussion if we really want to but i mean you and i both know that dak and jake mangum and those guys they're going to dominate that conversation so mm-hmm. let's just make it a, a little easier for ourselves when you talk about the greatest female athlete in mississippi state history where does she rank for you among the latoya thomases the Tiffany McWilliams, the uh, Allie McDonald's. There have been so many great ones. Where does she rank?
1: Well, she's got to be up there. I mean, I, I would put her up there with Latoya, Tierra McCowan, and, and her, mm-hmm. really. I mean, the, you're talking about a player that... Right, right now, she is the all-time leading home run hitter in SEC history. She has an SEC record, um, and a record that is... I wouldn't say is, is unbreakable, but it's going to be tough to beat that. You know, she played for about four and a half years, so she got a little extra time. But she was productive her entire career here, and she ends as a top five home run hitter in NCAA history. That's a that's a Jake Mangum feat. That is that is. Uh, almost exactly what Jake Mangum did when he got that hits record. Yeah. He was, he was a guy that was like towards the top of the NCAA list all-time, all-time winning hitter in SEC history. So she is to, to Mississippi State softball what Jake Mangum was to uh, Mississippi State baseball. Very similar. Two players that just loved Mississippi State, uh, great teammates. Um, you're <clears throat> you're going to have to just about kill them to get, get them off the field. I mean they, those they they line up a lot- sim- they're they're really similar to me, they're re- very similar players, and um you know it's 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 really been fun to kind of watch her mostly from afar. I haven't been able to get over there a lot, but i've I've followed this team uh pretty well you know over the last 10 years or so. Cause I used to do p a over there and um really just kind of enjoyed getting to know that team back 10 years ago, and I've just kind of kept up with them. Uh, a lot over the last few years just haven't been able to come to a lot of games but she has been so fun to watch just I mean ran into ran into the backstop yesterday trying to catch a a pop fly down seven to one um it's just when you see a player like that that's giving their all I mean who knows if she's going to play softball moving forward I know she's going to be a GA for Mississippi State but she has just been a pleasure to watch great teammate a great person and a great player, and. It's uh, anything that she's got coming her way, she deserves.
0: I totally agree with that. And her story is a fun one to tell uh, when you talk about Mississippi State sports. And, yeah, like you said, I think she did, if you did a Mount Rushmore. She's, she's definitely on it. And, and, like I said, she deserves to be mentioned with the guys. She deserves to be mentioned with the, the Bailey Howells and the Jake Mangums and the Dak Prescott. She is her sports at Mississippi State's greatest athlete. If you, if you went sport by sport and picked number one, she's got to be number one. So the, to me anyway. so great career, very fun story to follow these past few weeks with the softball team and i I think that you know there's a lot of positive I, I I'm with you that you can't really make a decision one way or the other, but it feels like there's a lot of positive momentum around this program that they can build on what they were able to do this year and 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 make postseason play. And you're right, the next step is definitely. Yeah, as good as this team was, eleventh in the SEC, I think, is accurate. Yeah. yeah, the SEC is a tough, tough conference to play softball in. So many good teams.
1: But I mean, not- Ar- in Arizona, I mean, Arizona had eight Pac-12 wins. They're going to the College World Series. Yeah. I mean, 12 Those two conferences, very hard. those two conferences are incredible, and the Big Twelve is pretty good too. I think I, I like the fact that people in this fan base, a lot of people, were tuned in because this is a incredibly underrated sport. Um, and I've, always, I've said the same thing about volleyball. Those two sports are fun to watch, man. Mm-hmm. The fast pace, the, they're, they're intense. They are really fun to watch. And I, I hope that this weekend made a lot of new softball fans within this fan base because it is a very fun sport. And, you know, the, this softball program needs needs the support of, of this fan base. So there's room for this uh, program to also get similar love to what baseball gets, I agree. Not on the same scale, obviously, but right. you know, are talking scale. about
0: the biggest crowd in school history is twenty two hundred people. You yeah, can, you can get twenty two hundred people there every every weekend. You, you can.
1: I, I kind of wish it would get to the point where you know there's there's a demand for seats and things to where they can try to make some money. Yeah. Right. And, and, and it's going to be difficult to make money still, even if you charge for season, for season tickets or single game tickets. It's just I, – I just feel like they got to do something there. And, you know, there, there's not a lot of people that come to those games anyway, so I, I doubt that they ever do mm-hmm. charge for those seats or whatever. But I don't know. Just, I just – I feel like there's, there's a little money that can be made there. We'll see. We'll see what happens through the years. All right, let's move on into the second half of the
0: show It's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. These weekends are going to be great for cooking out for the next few months as we're here in the summer. That means you need to fire up the grill, put some steaks out there, put some, uh, some burgers on the grill, or do something big, man. Get a tri-tip, get a picanha, do some kebabs, do a whole tenderloin, do something, man, but cook it outside and make sure that it's beef. If you're looking for recipes or if you're just looking for great information about our beef providers here in Mississippi, go to msbeef.org. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern soul food. Just so good. So good. Every time we talk, I'm like, here, here's, here are more uh, more uh, exemplary words to describe Two Brothers. I am running out. They are exceeding my vocabulary. So I'll just tell you that when you go there, you're going to have a good time, you're going to have a great meal, and you're going to have a great memory. And you're always going to want to come back to Two Brothers Smoked
1: Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. We might have to go there this, w- this week for my birthday, Brian. Oh, it's your birthday this week? It yeah, is. I didn't know that. All right, yes. What day is it? Thursday. Guess what, buddy? We're going. We'll gather up the sock. We'll gather up uh, Steph. Yeah. Grace can Our go. your connection there. Yeah.
0: Watch out for the sock. He once killed 10 Czechoslovakians. He'll
1: try to slip the bill over to me, too. <laughs> I hope he's listening.
0: Anyway, good products, good, great products, great service. It's the promise that every business tries to keep. Not everybody does it, though. Advantage Business System does it, and I'll tell you why. Because in a, in a world where you're always dealing with big box companies and you're on the, on the phone on hold, and you're hearing you know, delays, and, and you can't get anybody out there to fix your problems, it's the opposite when you deal with Advantage Business Systems. It's a Mississippi company. So somebody's picking up the phone, they're talking to you, they're getting out there 24 to 48 hours, and they're getting you back up and running. It's a big difference, and your business can't afford to wait around. Call Advantage Business Systems today and put them to work for you. 601-362-9192, or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. We got some football times. Thank God for football because we, we got to come up with something here. We got, we got, we got two and a half months of, of stuff to talk about
1: with no sports. Before we start that. Yeah, sure. Have you ever seen as many bids stolen in the Boy tournament as this? Dude, this weekend has been brutal
0: for those teams on the bubble.
1: Man, I mean, there's, today, there's been like four. There's been four or
0: five bids stolen. I will be. Today. Really surprised if when they announce the field tomorrow, Ole Miss is in it. There's no way, man. Too many bids stolen, and I feel like Kentucky is one of those teams that may have stolen it from them. Getting getting to Saturday might have gotten them in. I don't know. Their RPI is just so bad. It's not bad, but it's bad. But it's like they have with the tournament. I think they have 16 conference
1: wins. If they would have, if they would have beat Tennessee in the semifinals, they would be in. I would have. You have to put them in. Yeah, but. It's going to be close. I think they're ahead of Ole Miss,
0: though. But they're going to get in a bid. Um, I, I, and they're uh, – Wofford, I think, where where Wofford is like a top thirty RPI team, but they they got
1: beat. Um, Wofford got beat, and this could still probably still, get still going in. to make the the tournament,
0: right? And that's the same thing that happened in the Sun Belt. Uh, Louisiana got in over yeah. uh, you know Georgia Southern and, and and those teams that are going to get in. So. Bunch of bids have been taken. I'll be amazed if Ole Miss makes it. Yeah, and, and, and Southern is not a lock to host right now. I don't
1: think, and I don't know if it, I. I saw the arguments yesterday mm-hmm. about Bama and Ole Miss. Yeah, you cannot put Ole Miss ahead of ba- al- Alabama. Yeah, they swept them. The, and there, Can't there not. was a lot of arguments. Well, Ole Miss has like ten RPI points ahead of Bama. Does it the matter? They won like one more conference game. Yeah, if they if they're that close, the sweep. Is, is going to take precedent there, you would think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree. But who knows how the committee
0: works? We'll find out later to, uh, today on Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. Guys. I didn't, didn't mention that. The day where we talk about, you know, the servicemen who we always thank. There are some we yes. thank more than others. Yes. Um, all right, football times. Go from Memorial Day to Labor Day here. This is as good as it gets for Mississippi State, right? These first three weeks. 6.30 kickoff in for Memphis, 10 p.m. Central for the Arizona game. Now, we thought, I think we, this got brought up a couple of places, but in case you've missed it, Arizona does not operate on daylight savings time, so that is an 8 p.m. local time kickoff. It's not 9 p.m. Even though Tucson is in mountain time, it's, it's an 8 p.m. kickoff there, which is why that's a great time for them, 8 o'clock at night in the desert. It's about as good as you could hope for. But, but don't you know, know that
1: – Mike
0: Leach is just licking his chops over oh, this. Yeah. You, you know what I'm thinking. You know who else is licking his chops? Brian Haydad. Because I'm not going to that game, which means I'm going to start my day at 11 a.m. with Alabama at Texas, and I'm going to coast all the way to Mississippi State at Arizona at 10. I m. mean,
1: we we are literally going to get a Pac-12 after dark experience. Yeah, six. I'm talking about. I don't know if we've ever experienced
0: about, that. We're talking about 14 to 15 hours of
1: college football in one day. Ooh. I can't wait. I'm so excited. There's going to be some people that they start drinking about that time when you start watching. not going to make it. You need to drink not coffee. not going to make
0: it to the – yeah. And then it needs to be a day where you sort of keep it, you know, some beer and then maybe some coffee about 6, 7 p.m. 5 p.m. kickoff down in Baton Rouge where the sun will find its home in the western sky uh, to go from there. So three evening or night kickoffs to start the season. Robbie, it doesn't get a whole lot better than
1: that for Mississippi State. No, that, this is when you want those night kickoffs, too, by the way. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, that, that Memphis game, which is always the hottest game Mississippi State ever plays, that game being played at six is, is just music to my ears. It's six, 630. Yeah, 630.
0: Six, 630, six 30.
1: okay. Yeah. But even better, even yeah. better. Uh, so I'm excited about that because I was not looking forward to 3 p.m. or something, which I thought it was going to be. All, you know, 102 degrees. Yeah, you know, the, nobody's looking forward to that. But this, this will have I I think 55,000 maybe. Well, think? it
0: eliminates the weather excuse. Yes, people. like I don't want to come. It's too hot. This that he takes that out. So we'll
1: is see. that is that
0: hot. the weekend that, like dove hunting? Stores or whatever. Possibly, I think that's correct, but yeah, that's I, I, you know that's I, I, always yeah. another. Experience. But again, that's one of those where you you hunt in the morning, yeah. So you can get done September, with the hunt around noon and get to Starkville anywhere in the state.
1: Yeah. September fourth, that begins. So well, this is the day before then. So. Yeah, so it's it's always like that's always like yeah, one right of the around. first games they always have the dove hunting excuse, but um, yeah, I mean this this is a perfect game time for that, and I. Uh, as much as it's going to suck, I think, to start a game at, like, 10, mm-hmm. I like that. I like, I like playing a Pac-12 game at I've night. been waiting
0: to play Pac-12 after dark. I wonder if we'll get one in two years again when they play Arizona State out there.
1: I just I kind of wish it was at 8 Central. Well, it's not. Well, that would be 6, I mean, though,
0: so it wouldn't, it wouldn't be after dark. That doesn't count.
1: No, but, I mean, it would be after dark for us, and it wouldn't be, you know – we would you know be getting done with that ballgame 2, we're 2 get It's college football. All right.
0: Yeah. A couple of more uh, things we learned. The Ole Miss game, as we, we knew, was on Thanksgiving Day. It is a night game, 6 p.m. Central kickoff uh, in Oxford. And then the East Tennessee State game, go ahead and start tweeting at Bradlock now. That game will not be televised. It will be streaming only, ESPN and SEC Network Plus. So that game oh. will not be on your television you're above the age of 60, I know you're already getting confused and angry. I'm just telling you, it's going to be on streaming. So just be prepared for that. I can't wait to get the questions of what channel is it on.
1: Is ESPN Plus the same as SEC Network Plus? Yeah, it's not,
0: but I don't have time to go into why. A couple other things. Just looking at this, Robbie, State getting three evening kickoffs, doesn't that almost guarantee the Bowling Green game on the 24th will be 11 a.m.? Yes. I mean, I would be amazed if it isn't at that point. Or maybe maybe that's the 230 SEC network game that they hide, you know, during the CBS game.
1: Yeah. What other – I guess you, you wouldn't know, like, right off the top of your head what other games are that day. Let's have a look, shall we? So,
0: SEC that week. Uh, let's see. What is this? If there's multiple SEC games, that then – a terrible it, way to do that. My God. CBS should be ashamed of what they just did. All right, so September the 24th. Oh, is this just the ones we have time for?
1: Come on. You, go, go find the helmet. Go find the helmet I'm schedule. trying to find it. All right, here it is.
0: All right, 22 and 22. There we go. All right. Bama is uh, at home to Vanderbilt. Arkansas Texas A and M. That's your CBS game, in all likelihood. No, I'm sorry, I'm wrong.
1: Florida Bam, Tennessee. Bama Vandy will be SEC Network. Six o'clock, probably six, six o'clock, o'clock, o'clock. SEC Network. prime time.
0: So Florida Tennessee is the
1: uh, two thirty
0: game. Arkansas Texas A and M, which is back on campus this year, I believe. Good. Correct in that.
1: That'll be on and ESPN.
0: The site so. That has been like the ESPN 11 a.m. game. Yes, so that's that.
1: And that'll probably stay there, and then or it'll be wait. What, could it be 6 p.m. like ESPN two or something? Yeah, because there's not really another good game. Could be primetime ESPN. That's a better. Other, that's a better game, game than Auburn Alabama and Bandy is
0: Auburn uh, home against Missouri. Everybody else is out of conference.
1: Yeah, that Bowling Green that might be, you know, you might that might be like eleven a.m. SEC Network. There's no way it doesn't kick off when
0: the sun still still not shining. I'll just put
1: it that. Yeah, way. yeah.
0: The next weekend, the first, you've got some much better options, but I think State Arkansas likely to, uh, is that right? No, I'm sorry, State uh, Texas A&M has has an opportunity to be a night game, six p.m. About- you got Arkansas, Alabama. That's probably two thirty, mm-hmm. and then Auburn, LSU is probably uh, the, the the ESPN primetime game. Then you have Kentucky at Ole Miss. You have uh, Mississippi State hosting Texas A and M, and then you have uh, Missouri at Georgia. Missouri Kentucky, at Georgia is eleven a.m.
1: Kentucky, Ole Miss
0: is six p.m. SEC Network. And then State could be like the 6 p.m. ESPN2 or ESPN U game. Or 11 a.m. ESPN. Could be 11 a.m. And then the next week, State has Arkansas. I hope that's an 11 a.m. game so I can get home in time to watch the 8 p.m. or 7 p.m. Texas A&M at Alabama.
1: Yes. I'm pulling from 11 a.m. on that. The vitriol in that game is going to be through the roof. Can't wait to see it, so.
0: So just some, some ideas on what the early schedule could look like for Mississippi State, but I think by and large they did pretty good in the first three weeks. I remember last year, did they have a? What was the night game schedule like last year, or what was the, the early game schedule last year? They, they they tend to play at home. I mean, Louisiana Tech was a mid afternoon kick, but North Carolina State was uh, was at night. LSU was eleven a.m. Uh, Kentucky was a night game. Ole Miss, obviously, was a night game. Alabama was a night game. And then Tennessee State, what can you do? That'll be 11 a.m. this year, too, with East Tennessee. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, got Get God. it out of the way. We got a lot to do this week. We got some recruiting to talk about, I'm sure. Uh, we've got a, an SEC preview. Robbie, who are we talking about tomorrow? Got to do a West team.
1: Am I supposed to just randomly pick, or was I supposed to have something?
0: No, you just randomly pick.
1: Uh, okay. Uh, you want a West team? Can't be State or Ole Miss, yeah. Uh, Arkansas.
0: We'll do the Hogs tomorrow. That's fine with me. And uh, so we'll have that. We'll have the rumblings back on Wednesday after a one-week hiatus. And uh, plenty more to talk about, I'm sure, as we go along. Guys, have a great uh, Memorial Day. And Robbie and I will be back with you on Tuesday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Dad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi.